your friend in the corner there, Kevy? No. Yes, Kevy Mental. How's it going? How are you? It's Kevy. It's barely about music. Thank you for listening. Last episode, I promised you something, and I'm a man of my word. And so I had a garbage voice in the last episode because I was sick, because I, I was producing the band Fion, two twin sisters. They were on a fake shark song called Wake Up. Maybe you've heard of it. And I was producing them, and they showed up, and uh, they gave me a cold. And that's the second time that's happened. And I mentioned, I promised to you that I would confront them about it. And here we are. I'm a man of my word. I make them very uncomfortable by being very confrontational about how they got me sick. Ooh, I was mad. I wasn't actually mad. But because I'm so busy, if I get sick, it really kind of um, throws a wrench in things. I was thinking about it, and in the last six months, I've produced the Fake Shark album, the Fion album, the Shirley Gnome album, Steve Letts's album, Dave Harris's album. Um, I feel like there's more. It's It's been nonstop. Oh, Sean McDonald. I finished two Yuck Yucks compilations, which are coming out. Um, there's got to be more doing a Christmas song for the Catherines. I'm busy. I'm busy, okay? You know it. I don't need to convince you of that. You believe me. That's the kind of relationship we have. I say a thing, you believe it. It's pretty one-sided, though. It's just me talking and you listening most of the time. Is that okay with you? Do we need to express our boundaries? Should we go to couples therapy, the audience and me, and a therapist? By the way, I started with a new therapist, and it's the first time... I have a male therapist, and I, I realized that um, I don't care if he likes me. And then I realized, have I been doing therapy wrong the whole time because I've only had female therapists? Because I wanted them to like me or something? Or I wanted them to not think I was a piece of shit? I don't care if this guy thinks I'm a piece of shit. He's like, a, he's like an athlete uh, therapist. We start every session off with chin-ups and push-ups and reps and laps in his pool. I'm just kidding. None of that happened. Um, but he is kind of like a bit of an alpha guy. And it seems like that should be weird for me, but I actually kind of like it because I can just be very honest about um, the, my thoughts. You know? And isn't that what it's all about? being honest about your thoughts. I also I realized that almost every therapist I've had before this dude would, I'd be telling them something, they'd be like, ha man, that reminds me of one time I, what? Is this about you? Am I spending all this money for you to share with me your past? That doesn't seem right. I shouldn't know this about you and quit trying to give me these crystals. I went into... 
I had my last therapist was like very energy based and I was very anti crystals and horoscopes and stuff. And I went in there quite the skeptic. And then I actually enjoyed how she was a, a little bit uh, interested in the universe. It kind of made me look at certain things a little bit differently. It made me open my mind a little bit. Maybe I was a little less um, of an of a, a, an aggressive uh, naysayer, you know? It's like how I like to ask people if they believe in ghosts. I grew up my whole life thinking people that believed in ghosts were morons, and now I'm, I'm kind of interested in it, because why do they believe it? How come everyone has a fucking ghost story except me? By the way, I've only ever met one female who doesn't believe in ghosts, and that's Kat Von D. Everyone else has a story. Or an inkling. Anyway. Um... Let's just get the Fion. I should just shut my fucking face and we should just get the Fion because they're very talented. They're sweethearts. They're my little sisters. I make them squirm because I... The energy of our relationship is kind of weird where I tease them and then they think it's hilarious and they like being roasted. So you'll hear that. You'll hear that. I'm a little rough on them in a, in a, in a way that... Only a big brother can be. So anyway, thank you for listening. This is episode 41, Barely About Music, Fion. True like ice, true like fire. No one know that a breeze coming me away. No one know there's much more dignity in a feat than a brother's victory. I'm losing my balance on the table. get ready because you're doing my podcast right now. Put away your fucking phone. You're doing my podcast right now. Yes. I want to bust you two for getting me sick. I'm so mad. I'm so sorry. I probably shouldn't. I'm also sorry. Side. Why'd you get me sick? No, actually, Brienne got me sick first. Brienne! So it's all my fault. <sighs> it really is. I was... I, I addressed it on this podcast last week. I was like, I'm having them on, and I'm going to question them about why they would do that to me. We don't like you. <laughs> I can tell. See, it was intentional sabotage. I intentionally got sick. That to get Alana sick, to get you sick. I noticed you waited till your album was done that I'm producing to get me sick. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it would be... It was, I was really just pranking you. I thought it'd be funny if when you went to the bathroom, I took your hoodie and I just like coughed in it. You got sick to get me sick? Exactly. <laughs> you must eat evil. <laughs> I know. I know, I know. Um, if you listen to the last episode, I sound like shit. And that's because of you two. You're welcome. Oh, I'll never forgive you. I will never forgive you. And now you have a song com- coming out called Get Stone, and that's probably why you're six, because you're at parties all the time, right? Oh, my God. I feel like it's quite the opposite, which is funny. No, I'm probably just sick from being indoors too much. Is that a thing? Too much? You weren't indoors. You were on a trip for like three weeks. Oh, yeah. No, actually. Probably. I think it's I got it from the airplane. Actually, I got it from the airplane and gave actually, it to yeah, you. No, sorry. And you gave it to Kevy. Exactly. So this is an airplane ailment. You two are filthy. I know. Yeah. Ireland got you sick, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yes, Ireland. Yeah, don't Beware. go there. Don't go there. Oh my God! What if your dad hears this? Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Your dad added me on Facebook. I know, and then he accidentally waved at you. He does that to everyone. Accidentally? He always does that. He's done that to all my friends, and they send me like screenshots, and they're like, 
like with like le- like crying faces and a heart because I think it's cute. But it is cute. It is really cute. Oh, my dad also told me that you messaged him something like "dad." And then yeah, I said "father." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Kevin messaged me saying "father," and then I messaged him back saying like the rock and roll son I never had. He said, "I'm not your father." <laughs> nah, he that was a hard. That was a hard pill to swallow. You're like, what? Why don't? We, why doesn't your dad want to be my dad? he would want to be your dad kevy i feel like if we actually got in a group family meeting and asked if he could join the clan he would 100 percent be on board i mean you do have irish in you so my last name is mar it's the most common it's like the smith of ireland <laughs> it, is. it is the smith, of ireland. One of the smith of ireland yeah and then yes. when we told because like my dad's like what's his name we're like oh Ke- kevy mar and he's like he said it with his irish accent because mar. mar but no they say it like mar. they say it like mar like because yeah. of the accent because yeah. i was always like maher yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he said it right and he's yeah. like it's not maher it's mar oh so cool when he says it i know yeah, you've been saying say- your name wrong for years kevin i knew it i actually did have an irish person tell me i was saying it wrong yeah, yeah. i know it's just we can't do it because of our accents like you have an accent now do i have an accent yeah from what a canadian accent well when you just did the ireland accent it sounded really accurate i thought did it we can kind kind of do it, not totally. No, I feel like our Irish relatives would definitely disagree with yeah. that. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "No, you can't. <laughs> you can't do it." Yeah. Man, I can't believe your dad doesn't want to be my dad. Although when he did come to the show in Toronto where you guys sang with us, he seemed pretty proud of me. So I'll take what I can get. Take he was proud of you. He was proud. Aw. You're already in his good books, Kevin. I am. Yeah, you're a Mar. You're a, you're a musician. <laughs> He loves that stuff. Oh, man. Wait, so if Mar is... Uh, did I do it right? I think so. I think it's Mar. 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 Oh, you're, too, you're saying two different things. I know, we are, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but wait a second. If that's one Smith of Ireland, is Finn Morris another? <laughs> Finn Not Morris. at all. Okay, Finn Morris. Like, nobody recognizes that as an Irish name. Even though both... Because it's two names. No, they're both Irish names. They're both Irish Rare how many fucking names do you need i know we should talk to my parents we actually funny enough don't have middle names because my mom didn't want it to be a mouthful so oh I, but i was always sad when i was a kid because i was like i, I want, want a middle name. yeah other people had a special second name what kind of middle name do you want Ooh, oh if i could pick a middle name janice no <laughs> alana janice alana janice i'm finn morris that rhymes with alana would be sweet. Alana Hannah. <laughs> Alana Hannah. Alana Hannah. No, that'd be bad. This is amazing. Alana Hannah. Oh my gosh. Brienne. Tiana. Brienne Tiana. That sounds like a good first and last name. He <laughs> <It> does. <laughs> Brienne Tiana Finn Morris Alana. Uh, yeah. Imagine should... if. Okay. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> if you have her mid- her first name is your middle name and vice versa. Yeah. So I'm Brianna Lana Finmore. So she's Lana <laughs> Brianna Finmore. Oh god, that sounds like a just nightmare. confuse people. No, that's I don't approve she's of that Lana at all. Brianna. When I first met you two, I didn't actually know you were twins, and I asked you, "Do you remember that?" You didn't. I said, "Are you two sisters?" And then Jonathan was like, "Yeah, yeah," like made fun of me for not. <laughs> really? Because I don't know. I. I, I'm actually quite pleased that you didn't... No, because most people are like, whoa, like, right when you walked in the room, you guys looked exactly the same, and, like, it's, it creeped me out. And I'm like, okay, I have nothing that stands out about me that's different than my sister. But then I feel like... 
I feel like when people don't think that we're sisters or no, don't think that we're twins, it actually makes me really happy. That's that's a weird thing for people to complain about. It's what, like, like stop being twins because it's creepy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, most most people are smart enough to not use the creepy word, even though I feel like we kind of use it on ourselves, mm-hmm. which is like, I mean, I've had people that have walked up and seen us and been like. It's like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. And oh. I'm like, but I kind of like that. <laughs> I kind of know mine in a way, but then it's nice occasionally when somebody can like see the difference. Like my like when I first met my boyfriend, like because like I met him a few. Well, we'd gone on a few dates before he met Brienne, mm-hmm. and then I was bringing him over, and I was like, oh no, like what if he can't tell the difference between us? And then Brienne came out, and he was like, you guys don't look at all alike. And I was like, oh, and I was like, maybe we have a spiritual connection. I think that might have been it. Yeah. So, Kevin, we just have a spiritual connection. That's why you can tell the difference. Oh, okay. You can tell the difference between our souls, Kevin. That's why. You yeah, y'all got different souls. Mm-hmm. Different souls, definitely. Um, so, when you were kids, did the way that you let people, your parents let people know that you're twins is by making you wear the same outfit all the time? No. Our, our, actually, <laughs> our gosh. mom wasn't into that. Why do parents do that? I don't know. I think it's, I don't like it because... It gives you no separate identity, like, mm. at all. Okay, but can I say, like, if you're, like, three years old, like, maybe that's true. doesn't really matter. I guess maybe if you're three. Like, my mom was really into that, like, having separate identities, and, like, I'm so into that. But, like, it's not like you remember when you're, like, two. But and then I, yeah. but then when I see, like, twin kids that are, like, seven walking around dressed the same, I'm like, <laughs> they're like, Ooh. I'm like, really? I'm like... They're probably the same overalls or something. Yeah. I know, I've seen, I've seen, I exactly like dressed exactly the same but the same outfit if parents do that is usually a cute outfit like a little couple sailor outfits yeah it's so right? demeaning it's like putting a vest on a dog you're kind of right actually <laughs> yeah you're right you're so right it's like uh oh i just pictured something cute though if you two both had those child leashes on my mom, my parents were against like, child leashes. Because you're acting out, probably? No, I, we never had child leashes because my mom, I don't know. To be honest, I, w- I think that if I was my mom in her position, I would have child leashes. Yeah, to be children. honest, like I, I applaud her because I'm like, well, thank you for trying to make us feel like humans yeah. by not putting us on leashes. See, I would do that uh, if I had a kid and then I'd just probably tie it to uh, like a playground and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want kids. I don't want kids. yeah like someone else can raise this kid better than me probably because i didn't even want it you know yeah you're like see you later joe (laughs) what's his name joe joe oh see how much i don't want kids i gave him a weak name like joe Nah, i feel like if you had a kid kevin you would give it like a a rad name i don't know brianna lana bobana (laughs) brianna lana can you please please but i'm a boy <laughs> it doesn't matter. Your name's Brianna Lana. I gave you four female names. That you know, I, I know. That shows how much I did not want children. Yeah, yeah. This is a one-way street. This relationship. <laughs> I like when we first started work because I produced your your new album that's not out yet, and I love when uh, I I made the statement that. You, Brianna, or the Brianna, or the weird one, and then you were like, "What? I'm the weird one." I thought. <laughs> I think we switch depending on our dynamic with somebody. It's interesting because most it, our friend group would 100 percent say that I'm the weird one. I can't believe it. No, like in every, you, you. She's the weirdest that. person that's ever lived. Wait, the thing is, you're kind of right, but she's more like secretly weird. <laughs> but then, like when she's around you, and for some reason, Louise. 
Like for some reason around you guys, she's like, you guys are my you friend James. Yeah. You come out of your shell for some reason. I just like you guys bring out this side of me that like not everybody sees. <laughs> I wish people could see the weird moves you're doing right now. <laughs> Should she? Yeah, that was weird for you. Remember when I pointed out that whenever Emily rode's around me, she turns into this weird like squirrel creature and like starts like licking her lips, shrugging and stuff. I think I think certain people just have weird. <laughs> it's like the dynamic just makes one person act a diff- like weird sometimes. Like what? Totally. <laughs> like what is it? What do I do that makes you be so weird all the time? Hmm. Well, I think that you pick up on my mannerisms. <laughs> oh, that's probably what it is. Other people don't pick up on them the same way, but yeah. then you're picking up on all the weird like moves that I do. And yeah. It just makes me do more weird. <laughs> Then I'm just like more, I don't know, more conscious of it or something. And then it just makes me do. But I think you two also kind of like being roasted a little bit. We, we love it. <laughs> like roast me like a vegetable. Yeah. Like I love it. Well, love it. Say, that saying, you're going to get it for that. I'll never forget that. <laughs> oh, you're going to get extra. We're going to get extra roasted. Oh, uh, it's, o- it's over for you. Oh, yeah. You know what's so funny? When we first started working on your new record, um, remember it was like the goal was to do like a co-write and then you both were like, yeah, we have like 20 songs to pick from actually. It's like you're just like songwriting machines. And I remember you were like, you were like, I have this song and I don't know. And then Brian, you were like, no, it's so good. Show them. And then it was Get Stone. And of course, that's the single. (laughs) Yeah, I remember. A bit different than like songs that I'd usually written, and I was kind of I kind of wrote it like as a as a joke almost. Oh, no, actually, I remember I, I got it was the first time I tried getting stoned to write a song mm-hmm. because like I, I usually like to keep my thoughts together and I get kind of like loopy. Like some people can really like focus in on shit when they're stoned, but I get like really weird. Yeah. So um, anyway, I just sat down and like the only line that I came up with while I was stoned because obviously like I can't write when I'm stoned. Yeah. Like I just started like eating chips and yeah, yeah. thinking, but then I wrote down like get stoned by the girls get high with the boys and that's like all i got out of that oh but that's that's a hook that's just like i was happy because at first i was like well that was lame a waste of time but then after i was like no because you maybe wouldn't have come up with that if your mind wasn't at ease to to just go easy on yourself exactly yeah so then i thought maybe i'll try doing that again but like just to write like title ideas or like hooks because i don't know if i could write like i don't have like my head enough together to like write a a full song sort of thing well you know what's interesting is i was just talking about songwriting to somebody and it's like people who don't write songs think every line is so personal and maybe it does end up being personal but when you're making it it might not even you might not even know it's personal like you know what i mean like like i've had songs where i the words just come out of me and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but then it'll real, I'll realize like, oh, actually, that's actually really pertains to a, an experience I had. But if I sat down and was like, I'm going to write a song about this thing that happened to me, it's never like that great. Yeah. You're so right. It's like things that are like stuck in the web of your subconscious that like just <clears throat> pop to the surface and you're like, I don't know where that came from. But mm-hmm. then as you're listening to it more, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, no, I know. Yeah, and it's like, if things feel forced, they feel desperate artistically, mm-hmm. and then I think people subconsciously pick up on that, you know? It's like, it's like if, if you are like, I'm going to write a hit, and then you write a song, and it's like, just not very you, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I completely agree. I agree. You have to ha- be yourself. People can tell if you're not being yourself. Yeah. And if you don't know what you are. Sort of thing. And if you're making something you don't really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. What do you, um, I mean, you two were more in like songwriting camps and stuff as like little kids, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we were five years old. <laughs> oh, instead of, instead of kindergarten? Yeah, instead of kindergarten, we just... That's why you're so talented. <laughs> no, more like... F- 13, 14? 14. 14. Like yeah. in Nashville and stuff. There, they have this thing called NSAI, the Nashville Songwriters Association, and we were both members and we had little cards. And then you can send your songs in to get like basically torn apart. Basically apart. roasted, which is maybe yeah. why we love it. That's why you like it so much. We were just I'm like, just helping out. Yeah, you're just helping out with this like a strange obsession with being roasted that was developed from sending songs into NSAI. And, and uh, to pay me back, you get me sick sometimes. Yes, and we get you sick. <laughs> Seem, seems fair to me. Completely on purpose. So, did that really hurt your feelings when you're sending these songs and that you worked hard on and then someone was like just ripping them apart? No, no. it actually never did because our mom. They were always very re- nice. Like, we're well, they were nice. Actually, they were really nice in the emails and stuff. Like, and also when we met them in person. Like, I'm, I'm kind of kidding. They didn't totally roast us. No, they, they were, were like encouraging. Yeah. yeah. And we had our. What I was going to say is that our mother was really like was hard on us in a, in a good way, but she was never the type that was like, oh, you're so great already. Like, you don't need to change anything. Like, she would already kind of rip us apart a little bit. Oh, but that's so helpful in a way because then you're not kind of wasting time. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, we all have work to do on our, on our skill sets. So if you knew that at an early age and were able to accept creative criticism, that's such an amazing skill most artists don't have and that's why they stall out early, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't get yeah. overly sensitive about things. Like, it's not personal when somebody's making a comment about your song, mm-hmm. um, especially in that context. It's just what's best for the song. Yeah, but I think, like, it's interesting. I've worked with so many um, so many artists over the years and produced them, and you two are so efficient. Like, like and I'm not just saying that, like, I have no doubt that you are going to do this for your career forever, you know? And it's like, it's like a, it's, it's, but it's a combination of skill set, work ethic, and like being humble, you know? So go ahead and, and accept that uh, compliment. I will. Thanks, well, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. Like, I just really believe in you too. And that's why I really want it. Like, it's funny, like before we got to work on, on your EP, I said to Kara, who's our project manager, like she does the day-to-day stuff for my band, Fake Shark, and also your band. I was like, I want to work with them. I was jealous I didn't get to work on the last album. And then she's like, all right, I'll see if we can do a co-write or something. And I was like, I want to produce them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ki- fucking kidding. I want to do it. And she's like, well, we'll see what happens. I, you know, it's not really up to me. And I was like, all right, fine. And I was like, going to that co-write, I'm like, this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, we wanted to and I made you do it. No, yeah. yeah you forced you like, us. You held a gun to my head and you said, literally. Producing you. Yeah. I'm producing you. That's exactly what he's doing right now. That's why we're Yeah, there's a there's no video for this podcast. You can't see the grave danger they're in. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we wanted I, you to produce yes. us too. And can I just say it was all after our, our day together in Los Angeles in the rain at at that, the barbecue place. What was it called? Do you remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that was when oh, that's so crazy. I, f- I actually forgot about that. It was funny cuz you two were doing an audition for America's Got Talent, right? And I came with, like, I basically came and met you and went with you there and, like, waited with you. (laughs) Yeah. That was fun. You were, like, our stage mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my middle name. Um, You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Maher. Maher. (laughs) Finn Morris. Dad. Um, 
Yeah, but I, I that's so weird because you were you guys came to town for one day and it poured. Yeah, yeah. It was so like it was so sad. We, we were like, oh, LA shorts. vacation, and then we packed our shorts, Kevy. We packed our shorts, and we were so <laughs> disappointed. And even our Airbnb was freezing. We spent the whole like time just like cuddled up together. Yeah, like, we actually in, just cuddled because it was just so cold. Warmth. You're people are like, how was LA? You're like cold, yeah. freezing. Like Vancouver was so rainy, and we and were the, like, LA, yeah. only food option around us was the barbecue place with the Heckin's warm barbecue. It was something with the kale salad that was warm. And it- oh my god, yeah. What what made like what like when we went there? That was when you guys were like, I can work with this asshole. Well, yeah. because we bonded that day. Bonded. Yeah. Because definitely we like knew you, but like we didn't actually ever hang out like the three of us and like see what that dynamic was like so then after that day we were like oh kevy's so cool <laughs> and like we obviously knew that you were amazing so then uh, we we're like of course we, we want to work with him we bonded over and but you guys had been in the wake up video already yes we yes, had we had fun yeah, but we, we didn't get to like hang out you know because yeah, yeah. like we were busy getting hair done and you were getting your hair done yeah. and we were like i don't know we weren't in the in the same vicinity for most of that video if you think about it because videos are so hectic like you're like not really you don't really talk to anybody yeah it's funny how people like i was saying people who don't write songs um they don't understand that it's maybe not so directly your your emotions necessarily uh and sometimes it is but I think people who don't do that think they know how it, it works to create something like that, and it's not always how they think. People also think doing a music video is just fun, and it's fucking exhausting. And also, people who don't tour think touring's vacation, and it's quite the opposite. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Actually, our tour was kind of like vacation, because we, I don't know, we were really spoiled, but I can see how it totally... Well, just because we were only acoustic for our one tour that yeah. we did. And so everything was so easy because there was nothing to stress about because it was just, we had Henry and he was like making oh. sure that we sounded good. And then we he just was our tour manager. I love Henry. He's Henry. the weirdest guy ever. I know. And like, we love him. he was the best. And like, he literally organized everything for us. And like, ho- like the hotels were all organized and everything was just like, so, so we just like went with him yeah. like i don't know i feel so spoiled about it i feel like our next tour is not going to be like that and i'm like i mean i'm ready for it like i'm excited but i'm like i'm gonna probably be a disaster but, but like you guys hustle though because you you've busked you do all kinds of shows all the time like i feel like you're always playing you know what i mean and that's so i feel like like people probably assume that it's just fun doing that stuff and it's it's not always and like i i have like anxiety problems too so i'll be like oh fuck our our gear's not gonna work or oh my god what if you know this person my band's been forgetting that part what if they do it again you know what i mean like it's so weird but then i'm like oddly at ease with my own stuff and a lot of the pressure is on me you know what i mean so it's it's a weird dichotomy of that stuff but I just think there's a lot of misconceptions about how what we do is just fun all the time. I, I completely agree. And definitely not every show is fun. And especially the stress about the gear. That's something I would definitely have, especially mm-hmm. uh, when we're doing a full band situation mm-hmm. next tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we're working with tracks and stuff. It's, I'm going to be way more stressed about that. Yeah. I think we are just so comfortable with our acoustic performance. Because we've been doing that since we were like 
13. Yeah. So that was pretty easy for us. But yeah, I can I know where the stress is gonna come in next time. But mm. I'm preparing myself for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the stress on our tour was just because like it was all like sit down audiences and like these big auditoriums and like mm. you'd step out on the stage and nobody was making a peep. <laughs> like and it's just <laughs> us and a bunch of dark faces in the crowd and i was like, like oh, hello no. like and is then, that what you yeah, sound like you'd be like hello and it would be like that's what you guys sound like yeah yeah oh, no we're fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're here to play some music for wow you. it's weird i think you're so weird <laughs> so that's how we always open our shows and we're like just kidding that's not just kidding happens. very serious from now on and then people are like do they sound like that because their dad is irish <laughs> <laughs> they have what a strange accent i bet they can pronounce the hell out of maher though um yeah that that's such an like it's so cool like your first tour was like amazing beautiful auditoriums yeah, yeah we were just really we cool. were just really spoiled like it was actually such a fun tour and but it was like it was a great experience yeah it was, there was <laughs> it just was awesome no i'm remembering it now and it's all coming back and so doing your first album and then doing the one that we did what were the differences well i think this time it was like a bit everything happened faster because we were more in tune with like what we wanted it to sound like because the first one you're like we had never really thought too much about production before mm -hmm. we started did our first album because we were in a very singer songwriter world which was just like our acoustic guitar yeah. and our voices and our songs and yeah so it took a really long time but that being said we learned so much and like we were really happy with the outcome of it but yeah you know this time i think i we know more about production and we were e it was easier for us to express what we wanted yeah totally it, it's when you guys were doing your first record with louise producing I, like i felt like you were in the studio for like a year we were we were in the studio we for like a year and a half we didn't know what we wanted because, because yeah. we never thought about um production before we just thought about songwriting yeah. and so when Louise would, I, I kind of feel bad now thinking back on it. She's like, what do you want this to sound like? And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, for like the whole like year. Well, actually, but it was a great, it almost felt like school though. Yeah. Because um, now there's just like things, there's like after doing that album, there was like so many things I could just like pick out in songs that like I never would have thought mm -hmm. of before. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it, it was the whole thing was like a learning experience, yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like i think we did your new one in like under two months yeah 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 we did which is like was insane for us because we were so used to being like in the studio for like so long but yeah. it was it's nice it's like it's a progression you know and then mm -hmm. maybe like the next stuff we do will be even shorter because we'll just like know it's just like a case yeah. of knowing what you want and like yeah, we'll yeah. know even more i feel sort of um like i feel like i was a little bit hard on you guys sometimes with some stuff Really? a little bit think so how um just really blunt oh no we're but then again your mom was telling you your songs were hot garbage and you're like 13 so <laughs> we have skin of steel <laughs> no not hot garbage she i know i'm just kidding i, I just exaggerated but i just felt like i'd be like just because you guys were coming from more of a folk background and wanted to transition to something a little more um, like commercial, I, I felt like I would be like, you have to embrace these things or, or you have to be open to this. And I'd, I'd like big brother you a little bit. And in a way that was like, I hope it felt respectful, but I'm, I feel like sometimes like I can just be really blunt. So this is, I, we're doing this so I can A, call you out for getting me sick, but also B, so I can uh, apologize. Aww. 
no no we like actually i didn't pick up on that at all i was just like new sounds (laughs) and you're like we're gonna do this and i'm like awesome yeah i love this like that's like yeah yeah no, I'm just Kevin, you're like the least like nah, nothing to apologize for. <laughs> the least what was I gonna say like, bl- well you I guess you could be blunt, but like, in like the gentlest way anybody could ever <laughs> be blunt and most respectful way. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. It's a skill. It's like a talent. I see the brainwashing I did on you worked. Um, <laughs> good. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm really excited for it to come out. I'm really excited for the Get Stoned video to come out. Yes. Me Us too. too. We're just excited. It's like the first like fun video that we've done. No, everything oh. else was so like intense and like Which is fun. You know, scary demons and all this Yeah. And then this time it's just colorful and fun and yeah. And and both styles of music are equally important, I think. Um okay. You two have you ever had an experience with a ghost? I think you have. Oh. Actually, we totally have. I'm a total believer in ghosts. I think we have a story. We do have a story. Okay, I'm gonna Wait, tell the alarm clock story. Oh, <laughs> I think the blue handprint. Story no, the is alarm better. clock okay, story fine. is best. Okay, so we both remember this. We were children and we were sleeping in our room. Uh-huh. We had we shared a room back mm-hmm. then. Bunk beds. No, no. just like two twin beds. Two like, twin beds. Matching twin beds with race car beds. Not no, race they, car were like, they were like they were like princess princess beds with like these canopies of like. Fucking adorable. Go on. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So we're both like, I mean, I think Alana, she was, she slept on the left side near the window and she was turned over. And I remember I was like almost about to, s- to fall asleep. And then I heard our pink alarm clock just like ringing. like, comf- And I, I was just like, what? And I remember I sat up and I looked and saw it flying at my <gasps> face. And I ducked and it hit the wall. And then hit the ground. And then hit the ground. And I thought Alana had thrown it at me. Yeah, why'd you throw it at her? But the thing is, I didn't. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is about that is I didn't do it. That's, see, the, that's the scary part. I was turned towards yes. the window. And I remember it so vividly because I remember hearing the alarm clock go ding ling and then like hit the wall. And I was like, why did she throw that? And so uh, then she turned to me and she's like, Alana, I was like, why did you throw that? Are you them? trying to kill me? And then we just both immediately, like, Brian and I had this thing when we were told and we're like, if we lost our shit, like, we'd lose our shit together and, like, immediately, like, my poor parents, all of a sudden it would just be like, <gasps> and then we just, yeah, and then we just, like, run to our parents' room and we were just, like, crying and, like, telling them about the alarm clock, but they didn't be- believe us. <laughs> yeah, like, you'd whisper that like your dad's in the other room. <laughs> they didn't believe What'd you say? <laughs> Pretty good impression. No, but, like, <laughs> So, like, they were just, like, go back to bed, and we were just, like, in the room, like, huddled up together, like, afraid of the ghost. And so then we made, like, signs all around our house, like, welcome, ghost. Like, we were trying to get on its good side. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so fucking adorable. <laughs> we just, you started wearing a shirt just says, we love ghosts. <laughs> we yeah. are ghosts. Watching Casper all the time. And then I actually got, yeah. a couple years later, a stuffed, a Build-A-Bear. I went to Build-A-Bear, and I got a st- a stuffed ghost. <laughs> yeah. Just and really trying to like really just suck up to the suck up to the ghost. I got a stuffed ghost I named it Ghosty. Just so that the ghost would know. No, you're kinda you're kinda love. kissing the ghost's ass now. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> you know. Okay, well, do you want to be on the, the bad the, side of The ghost? ghost is like, okay, enough. This is embarrassing now. This is embarrassing for you. Come on. Like, I'm just gonna leave now. So yeah, yeah, you is, grossed me out. You're being a bit needy now. Because <laughs> we didn't actually like. We had like. I remember one other experience where like all my little like I had like a bunch of little figurine toys like on 
um, this like cabinet near my bed and then like in the middle of the night all of a sudden all of them just falling off the table at once but some of them like like somebody took their arm and like yeah. brushed all of them off like aggressively like mm-hmm. this is kind of like aggressive shit like it was kind of scary as a child but then it kind of went away so maybe maybe, maybe we did up maybe we kissed we did kiss it it's ass too much no. oh it was like this is getting uncomfortable guys <laughs> yeah i got a job to do <laughs> you're not even doing a seance to get rid of me you're just like being a bit needy <laughs> Okay, I'm off to, to the, the next house. Off to the yeah. I go to the neighbors. Yeah. They're scared of me. You two are like me. It's weird. I'm not used to this. Um, uh, just a quick question. Do you think anyone who's ever had twins uh, when they're being delivered, like the dad saw two babies come out and was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Especially if it was like a surprise. That's like a way more like that's way more of a financial burden than they signed up for. Yeah. They expected one child, but then it's like you have to buy two of everything and at once. You guys. I know, but my parents knew, and my mom actually wanted twins. So. Wow. And I think that they. And then she did it. That's a fucking go getter. I think a psychic told her her when she was was younger that she was gonna have twins and that we were gonna have a room full of musical instruments. Which we did. Which we did. Holy. And then the psycho was like, don't give them a middle name. They don't deserve it. <laughs> they don't deserve it. And she was like, and she took that to heart, really. And that's why, <laughs> well, to yeah. this day. That'd be funny if, like, when you're getting your driver's license, it, like, filling out the form, because there's a middle name thing there. You could just put anything. <gasps> that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be. I, wish, I wonder if I can legally, like, pick a, like, just change my name and pick a name for myself. Well, there's... There's a comedian named Adam Carolla, and he doesn't have a middle name. And so when he did that, he just put Lakers as his middle name, and it still says that. <laughs> so you two should do that. Amazing. Or do you put Finn as your middle name? Mm, no, because no, it's Finn technically Morris, last. last it's name. like a connected name. Yeah, yeah. There's a hyphen in there. I saw it. <laughs> the, hyphen, the hyphen is actually our middle name. Oh, hyphen. That's cute. That's like actually some a middle like a first name some kid would get now from some weird parents. Yeah. yeah. Hyphen. <laughs> hyphen, get in here. Um, okay, one more question. Yes. What's your worst day job story? You two work in restaurants and stuff. Oh, yeah. You must have some disgust, like just the fucking animals that come into restaurants, you know? Ooh. I do have a story. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start. So I was working in a restaurant and I was hosting at the door, which is a pretty shitty job because people take personal offense sometimes when you tell them that they can't, that there's no room left in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, I don't know. For some reason, some people just think that you're personally like trying to discriminate against them and like send them oh. out the door, mm-hmm. especially like middle-aged people. Okay? okay. So this one day, and also we have, we had a bar that um, you can't stand at because it's, um, it's too small and it's like full service bar. It's more, this is like a, a good quality restaurant. It's not just like, you know, lounging around at a bar. Mm-hmm. So these people go to meet their friends at the bar, but they're not allowed to stand there. And it's my job to tell them. Yeah. So I have all these servers looking at me like, like tell them to get away from the bar. And I'm like, okay. So I like go up, I'm super nice. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Like, you know, I'm so sorry. We can't have people standing around the bar. It's a liquor license thing, mm-hmm. which is kind of a lie, but you know, it just makes most people, most sane people are like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. And I'm like, sorry, we have to have you seated at this bar. And the guy looks at me and then just falls to the floor, what? <laughs> sits on the ground and goes, well, I'm sitting now. Whoa. Yeah, this guy is probably like late 30s. Was he drunk? 
No, I don't think so. He didn't seem drunk. I'm sitting up. <laughs> and like his like wife or girlfriend is looking at him like, get the fuck off the floor. Oh. And I'm just like, <laughs> sir, <laughs> please get off the floor. <laughs> you can't sit there. <laughs> and then he just gets all mad and starts muttering about the uh, how Vancouver is such a shitty city or something. <laughs> like he should move then. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so that's my little story. Oh my Sorry. god. How, how come people aren't embarrassed? I feel like mine's worse though. I oh, I can't wait. Mine's worse. Okay, so this. It's, so not, it's not a competition. Okay. <laughs> it always is when you're a twin. No, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter. Um, so, Brianna and I used to work at Starbucks, except we worked at two different Starbucks. So, my Starbucks was like. It was, it was like basically our Starbucks were on the same street, but just like down the road from each other. Okay. Which is like. Wait a second. <laughs> For people who go into one and then the other, they're like, oh, what? Yeah, that yeah. happened a lot. It was good. It was People good. Would be like, did you work at both this time? They're like, you're here a lot. It was funny, but um. Anyway, so <laughs> it's like a, it's so unrealistic sounding. If that wasn't a movie, I'd be like, Mm-mm. eject. You know what? It happened because I uh, like. So I was gonna say I auditioned. I applied um for like lots of Starbucks because I thought that Starbucks would be a fun job when I was 18. Uh-huh. So I applied to like all these different Starbucks and I got two calls back and then. I already had taken the other one, so then I was like, well, I have a twin sister with the same exact resume as me, yeah. and they're like, hey, send her in. <laughs> she starts on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're assuming she has exact same personality. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it worked, because we did have the same resume. Um, anyway, so I was getting trained, and the person training me was so mean. She was like, she just did not like me. Like, yeah. I just knew immediately. And like, it was my first job, and it's kind of overwhelming at Starbucks. Yeah. Like, and so I just remember she literally, like, if I was doing something wrong, like, grab my hand and, like, shove it up to my oh. side. Like, just, like, oh. shit, like, like treating How me. How old is she? She was, like, my mom's age. Like. So, like, 13. Like, 13. Yeah. <laughs> like my mom. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> obviously. It's weird your mom's younger than you. I don't know how she did that. I don't know. She, it's weird. That's why we're. Benjamin so Button. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so basically like, and then she'd like kind of embarrass me in front of customers and be like, like I remember I was like trying to give somebody their change, but I'd never done it before. So I I guess I kind of like just shoved it into their hands in a funny way. And she'd just like, like, they're like, oh, kids these days, like they don't learn anything. And she's like, yeah. And she's like agreeing with this guy who's like making fun of me for putting the change in his hand wrong. Anyway, I was very overwhelmed at this point. And then I remember you, in order to get a free drink, you have to show your card. Mm -hmm. And she'd given me a card like, that like it was like my staff card yeah. but then but the thing is is like they know that i work there and yeah. like it was my first week and i had left my card at home so i stood in the lineup on my break to get my free drink and i just go up and i'm like okay i'll get like this please and then she just she's just like where's your card and i'm like oh sorry i left it at home and she just immediately started yelling at me and there's a lineup of customers behind me as well and like this one woman had seen her yelling at me at the bar and then also had seen her yelling me a line and i just started bawling like i just couldn't help it like i was just so overwhelmed i ran to the back and like anyway so it was a pretty shitty day she ended up writing me like an apology card because i think the manager made her it was like really fucked and i was really sad and then um a couple months later Brianne working at her Starbucks down the road. This woman comes in and she goes, oh my gosh, like, are you the girl that worked at that Starbucks up the road? And this is months later. And Brianne goes, oh no, that was my twin sister. And she goes, man. She's like, I remember one day I went in there and there was this woman just yelling at her and like, just 
like being so mean and it was awful and like that okay like it's in a sick way that made me feel really good to hear yeah. this woman say that because I like I felt like shit about that because I was like oh my god like why did I cry like why am I like this but if it was bad enough mm-hmm. that some a customer that yeah. was in there remembered it like three months three later. months later yeah. anyway I think that was my worst no, that's good because then you feel like you uh, your feelings were validated exactly I felt validated after that yeah. woman yeah what, what was well we can't say her name I guess but mm. that's okay she's dead now um <laughs> That'd be so funny if she was... No, I hope she's dead. Fuck her. It was really mean. I I don't know. It was... Yeah, it wasn't great. But that was probably my worst... Yeah, because that was also... It was my first job. And I just was like so overwhelmed. And I'm like, why did I come here? Why did I... I was gonna say audition again. Why did I apply to oh, man. Starbucks? Like, I think also when you're at that age, like 18, you're not used to standing up for yourself yet. Yeah. And now I would. They can take advantage. Of and somebody that. like that obviously just has their own problems that they're yeah. dealing with. Well, her main problem is that she's dead, so. Right, <laughs> exactly. You know what you should have done is given her a cold. Or do you only reserve that for producers you're working with? We only reserve that for, for people we really special. hate. Oh. How many coals did you give Louise Burns? Mm-hmm. Actually, Louise Burns has a really good diet. So I feel like she doesn't. Uh. Uh. uh <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Because she eats like really healthy shit. She like, actually doesn't get sick ever. You know what I mean? Like that was a. I wasn't digging you. For, How fucking dare you? I was a, no, but like, I'm outraged. Like when Louise. Um, was like, hey, girls, want a cookie? Like, she'd give us these, like, health oh, cookies. Like, grandma cookies? No, like, health Have some diet yogurt. <laughs> I feel like grandma's, my, well, my grandma did the opposite of that. She was like, please have the full fat, oh, yeah, yeah, full yeah. sugar cookie that I just made that's, like, the size of your head. Oh, that's, oh, that's, like, a good grandma. <laughs> exactly. I feel like at a certain point, um, people just give up when it comes to having fun eating. Like my grandma would have like celery stock in the fridge and like diet peanut butter. It's like, all right, listen, we don't know how much longer you're going to be around. Are you sure you don't want to have a good cookie first? I sometimes think about that. I know that sounds like really dark, but I've, I have thought about that. I'm like, when I get to a certain age oh, yeah. and I no longer care about like my appearance because it's gone mm-hmm. and my figure because it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I think. Oh, fuck it at that point. Fuck it. Like, yeah. I'm just going to dessert it up. Like, I. I <laughs> yeah. Because I love dessert. And like. Yeah. You know, like, I've a few times tried to completely. Well, like, you can't completely cut sugar out. But like, I've attempted mm-hmm. in ways. And it just sucks. Like. Oh, yeah. That's, that's like, that's like the, the kind of drug that I need. Well. I don't need it. There's this there's this uh, guy in this this punk band in L.A. that is a friend of a friend, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm like in my late fifties, so I started I just decided to start doing heroin." And when I heard that, all I thought was, "I'm gonna do that with snacks." Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna at some point just who cares, yeah. you know? I can eat all the snacks I want. Yeah. Yeah, just after, I feel like every meal, like, I would eat out, I would just, and especially if I had the money, because, like, if I had the money to do, like, a three-course kind of thing, I would do that now, but I don't. So, when I'm older and I have the money, I'm going to just, yeah, I'm going to do three courses all the time. Dessert every time. Let's just become the fattest fucks ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's, like, let's make a When we're 50, how old will you be? I'll be probably 48, maybe. I'm younger than your mom. It's the really weird. It's really weird. It's really weird. Um, oh, wow. That's 41 minutes. What? We should cut. Wow. You sound like Owen Wilson there. Wow. Did I ever tell you that I met Owen Wilson? Did he? What did he sound like? I don't remember. Wow. 
it was back this is my last story and then we can cut it but it was at skookum last year backstage during the killers and i was really drunk because i heard you two were obliterated unfortunately it's it's funny danielle from dear rouge told me you guys were up I was like red wine mouth. Everybody like, like I've talked to that was backstage at Skookum is like, I'm like, yeah, I was there. And they're like, oh yeah, I saw you. You were really drunk. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, like, why did I abuse the free bar? Like, okay. No, but you did it properly. Did what I, you're supposed to do. And, and in yes, fairness, it was raining the we whole weekend. Singing, so we were just there, we're just there for having a good yeah. time. But it was raining the whole weekend. It was cold. You know, alcohol warms you anyway. So that's my excuse. But during the killers, I remember I was back there, and then Owen Wilson was just randomly back there. I don't know why. It's to this day. To this day, it's it's a mystery. Maybe he's like a fan of the killers or something. But anyway, and then everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, that's Owen Wilson!" And I just like strolled up to him, and I was like, "Hey, you're cool." Oh my god. <laughs> and he was like, "Thank you." And he gave me a hug. <laughs> such a good Owen Wilson impression. You see her face. <laughs> and then like he gave me a kiss in the cheek, and then I was Whoa. like, I was like, that's fun. That's and a I just went away. Experience, but. <laughs> But then you were like, woke up the next morning and you were like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah. I was like, that was the weirdest night ever. Anyway, that's my story. Oh, that's such a great story. That's the only thing you remember from that night, correct? Yes. <laughs> that's great. Aw, you guys drunk must be hilarious. I've actually never seen it. You will one day. Yeah. And on that note, thanks for being on my show. I ambushed you. Yes, you did, but we love it. Okay, good. Let's get to work. Bye. Thanks for listening, you characters. Um, Fake Shark is a new single coming out in October. Be open to that. Uh, what else we got going on? Fion has a single called Get Stone coming out soon, which I produced. A great video for it, which I saw. Very cute. They're wearing my t-shirts in the photo shoot. It's awesome. Um, and what else? Uh, that's probably about it. I will check in with you soon. Please check out the comedy here off the podcast. It's video. This one's just audio. I adore you. I love you. I hope you're having a great September. And I will check in with you soon. Bye.